Hello, and welcome to the Say Yes Movement podcast. You have just Heather today. John has an appointment this morning that's keeping him from joining us for the live broadcast, but that's okay. I've got lots of stories to share with everyone around my trip from Ireland, and John will be back with us on Friday. So let's start with just ah, taking a deep breath together because I'm so excited to share some of the things that I learned. And I know that if I don't take this deep breath, I'm just going to talk a mile a minute and uh, wow, 20 minutes will go by really, really quickly um, if I'm talking too fast. So let's just take a breath this morning and just enjoy this moment together. And then I want to get into some storytelling because I had such a magical, magical moments in Ireland. And uh, for those of you that might not have tuned in before, I took a personal development uh, course. Uh, my coach, Philip McKernan, runs an amazing event called Brave Soul, Brave Heart, uh, depending on which level you're at. Uh, so this was my second time going to this little seaside town called Bolivan. And what I'd love to do is just share some of the magical moments that happened for me on this trip, but also the lessons learned um, and the things that I brought home and the things that are still downloading for me. And I think that's really important that I share with you that these things are still downloading. So as I vocalize them on the podcast today, I might even have some aha moments that are going deeper and deeper, but I want to share them now because... I think that some of you could actually learn with me along the way um, and take those lessons right till the end of the year to make this the most fantastic year ever. So let me start with what, uh, what, what this was all about. So Brave Heart, Brave Soul is all around getting to know yourself. And it's this, we, we, we land in this little place called Bolivon. It's, it's literally a little village, a seaside, uh, 400 people live there and it's just a magical place. And we stay in these little thatch roof cottages that for whatever reason, they just have this magical quality for them. And they're so cute and just so perfect for the place that we are going to visit both within ourselves and um, in the environment. And so this is the second time that I've been there and I really knew what to expect. And, uh, you know, the, one of the things that is an invitation for us, and it's an invitation that I'll give to all of you because it's now a non-negotiable for me. And that invitation is to do a digital detox. And what does that mean? What's a digital detox? A digital detox is to disconnect from your phone, from the internet, from TV, from books, from anything that is a distraction. And why do we want to do this? What, 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 what's the purpose of this? And the purpose is if we are having an emotion, if we're having a moment that's sort of difficult, or if we're trying to get clarity on something that's in our way that we, we can't see through the weeds, then the best way to do that is to disconnect from all of our digital resources. Why? Because whenever we start to feel those feelings, whenever those emotions show up in our body, we are so good at distractions and we'll pick up a book, we'll pick up our phone, we'll look on you know, Instagram, we'll, we'll, we'll read an article 
anything to distract our brain and our body from feeling those emotions. And what that does is it sort of just pushes it down and, and we don't let it come to the surface. And then what happens is it just settles inside of us. And, you know, I believe, and this is my belief that some of the anxiety, some of the, you know, negative feelings that are in the world today is because we just keep pushing and pushing and pushing these emotions down inside our body without allowing it to come out in any way or, or form. And therefore what happens is we start to feel heavy. We start to feel, you know, unmotivated. We start to feel like we're not worthy. And so this digital detox um, is really, really important. It's now a non-negotiable for me every single year, at least a week's worth. And um, I want to share what happens when you decide to hand in your phone and your computer. And, uh, you know, I was there with a group of individuals and it was really interesting to hear some of the stories that were being told around just how we needed to stay connected. And those stories range from, you know, I've got kids. I want to make sure that I have an emergency situation to, I need my alarm clock to wake up to all kinds of other stories. And, and I personally had the same situation happen. So for me, I was like, I, I don't want to not wake up in time and I only have the alarm on my phone. And then of course I get to the cottage and I see that they've left an alarm clock. So that excuse is out the window. And then of course the next excuse, and these are real stories that I was telling myself, but you know, they weren't real, but they were real for me. So I played around with the alarm clock and, and I wasn't sure how to use it. So I'm like, I don't know how to use this alarm clock. So there's still a risk that I won't wake up in time. So I, I still want to keep my phone. And then I, I thought about it more and I'm like, if you keep your phone, I don't trust that. I don't trust myself that I won't open the phone just for a moment, just to check in because oftentimes that's what we think it needed needs to happen. And, and I had already made all the arrangements for, you know, work to know that I wasn't, uh, my clients to know that I wasn't available, my husband to know that I wasn't available, my friends to know that it would be a week before I connected with them. So I'd done all of the checking in beforehand, making sure that people knew that I was going to be on this digital detox. And then I, I said, okay, well, I have a watch. Maybe my watch has an alarm. I've never used it before. And uh, that was it. I set my alarm on my watch so that I would wake up every day on time. But I'll tell you, the process of getting to that decision, and it wasn't the decision of handing in my phone on my computer. It was the decision to disconnect and knowing that that disconnection meant that I'd have no distractions at all to get to the core of myself. And that's a real gift. It's a, it's a real gift. And I know people listening right now are thinking, I could never do that. And if anyone's listening, I'd love to hear, have you, has this, have you ever tried this? Have you ever even tried it for a day? Because it's amazing what will come up for you, but also what you can let go of. So I highly, highly recommend this, um, but it is a process. It is 
a mind shift and you will have thoughts like, well, I could never do that. What if an emergency happens? How do I drive because I can't use my GPS? It's okay to get lost sometimes because the only way to get found is to get lost first. So, you know, whether it's your real GPS in your phone or the GPS of your life, I'll tell you, this is the way to find your way. So that is my first invitation to you. It was absolutely magical. And in fact, since I've gotten back, I've noticed that I haven't been uh, tethered to my phone as much as before. Uh, I've forgotten it a couple times when I went out on my walks and, uh, and, and actually my sister phoned yesterday and I couldn't find my phone. So it also has residual effects for later on where we're not attached to it and we're not connected to this digital presence that really isn't the real world. Our real world is inside of us. Our real world is the emotions that we're holding back because we don't believe that we should feel them. So that's my first invitation to you. And it's really some of the magical lessons that I've learned uh, over the last week or so. Now, I want to share with you some more stories because um, there was some more downloads that happened for me. And the next download that I want to share is around our gifts. What is our gifts? And I think oftentimes people think this about themselves. They think, I don't have any gifts or what is my gift? And, you know, I'm not what I see on social media or I'm not as good as someone else. And all of these automatic negative thoughts, those ants that crawl into our head, they get in there really, really easily. But have you ever been in the presence of someone and you just look at them and you see their aura, you see their energy, you see all of the gifts that they have to give the world and they can't see it themselves. I love, love, love those moments. And in fact, I would say my, my life's work is to help people just see a, a little glimpse of those gifts that they have within themselves. Because when I look at someone, when I work with clients, I'm actually talking to their future self a future person that has already made some decisions, that has already ch uh, challenged some of their thought processes, that has changed their mindset and has now leveled up in their own life to be the best version of themselves at that moment. And when I can show someone just a glimmer of that and they take new actions, they take new decisions, they move towards that, that place it's so magical and it's such a, a fulfilling moment for me. But of course, like yourselves, like I, I often look in the mirror and think, what's my gift? What do I have to give to the world? What is my purpose? And I think that's a question that we should all be asking ourselves constantly because it may be shifting and changing as we add new skills to our portfolio, as we grow up as we involve and, and meet new people and they come in with new lessons. And so something landed for me on this trip and it was, what if, what if we're not supposed to see our own gifts? What if we never will see our own gifts? And let me just like, let that land for a sec. What if you never will be able to see your own gifts? Oh, that's, that's kind of, concerning, like, wait a minute, I'm searching for something that I'm never going to find. Well, 
sit with that for a second. If you're never going to find it, what if you just accept that it's there? And if you just accept that it's there, then you give it away. Because what happens is when you give of yourself, when you give your gifts to the world, guess what happens? It shows up back at you. So I sat with that for probably, oh, probably the whole trip, but I sat with that in a way that just allowed me to let go and step into a new version of myself. Because if I am holding back, if I'm holding back my gifts, who am I serving? I'm actually just serving myself when I'm holding back my gifts. I'm not serving or being bigger than my own self. In fact, I'm trying to stay safe. And oftentimes people are scared to make decisions because they want to stay safe. But safe is not a great place to stay. In fact, staying safe is just holding on to your own it's it's not serving anyone. So if you're not supposed to see your gifts, what if you're never going to see your gifts, but you give it away, you give your gifts away, you give love, compassion, empathy, you show people courage, you show people love, you show understanding, compassion, all these words, if you give that as your gift, how much of it's going to come back at you? What I can guarantee you in my experience in life and working with clients, with friends, with, with, with everyone that I meet is it comes back at you and it comes back fast and furious and in such a loving and amazing way. You know, we, we often try to stay away from the negative parts or the messy bits of our life, the parts where we feel grief, where we feel sorrow, where we feel not good enough. And what if that also was part of our gifts, this ability to feel emotions on both sides of the spectrum? Because without love and joy and without grief and sorrow, we wouldn't know the difference. So in fact, those four feelings and, and emotions, and there's so many more than just four of them, but you know, the two ends of the spectrum, they actually have to live together for us to feel the full power and emotion, and I'm getting goosebumps just as I say this, of what's available to us as human beings. And so when we don't celebrate that we're going to feel grief in our lives, and we're all going to feel grief in our lives and sorrow, we also are not then celebrating that we can bring joy and happiness and love into our lives, because these are the two spectrums of being a whole human being. And these are the spectrums that when we allow them to come into our body, when we allow them to come into our mind, we can actually have a different level of courage. I don't know how that's landing for any of you, but for me, it landed in that it's time to show up in the world in a whole new way of just being giving and showing up in a way that I don't need to search for my gift anymore. I just need to be the gift. I just need to be the gift for others. And that will then be the gift for myself. So I don't know how that's going to show up in the next days, weeks, months to come, but I'm excited to see how it's going to show up. And it's going to actually get me out of my own way. It's going to make me less scared, less nervous, and more decisive and, and uh, more sure 
uh, of the next steps of the evolution of Heather. And so I invite you to think about what are you holding back? What gift to the world, if you gave it today to the people around you, how would you impact them? What stories can you share about your experiences in life that would help them see that they actually have similar experiences or similar situations? And so I spent a lot of time journaling on this trip. And what kept coming up for me was journaling around all the messy bits And, you know, as a former corporate executive, um, we don't share messy bits. We share successes, we share challenges, and we problem solve. And we're stoic in that area. But I never saw myself as an executive that just did those things. What I saw myself as an executive that had a human connection and that I had the gift of making sure that people felt seen and heard because my belief system and also the proof that I have is when people in an organization feel seen and heard, they can then step into their best version of themselves and then you get the best results possible. So if you want to increase your customer satisfaction or revenue or anything in a corporation, the power is in the people stepping into their best version of themselves And so my gift, the gift that I've been searching for um, is really the gift that I need to give to others, which is whatever they might need at this moment in time, how do I make sure that people around me feel seen and heard? So I don't know how that's going to manifest itself, but it's pretty exciting to me because it's definitely a new way of thinking and a new way of being. Now, another download that I had was that Oftentimes, we think the courage is in the decision that we're going to make. And decisions are actually the outcome of the courage to take that decision. And I I, I had to really think about that. And this is a quote from Philip, um, uh, so I I won't steal that piece of it. But it sat with me in that the decision is not the courage. The courage comes before the decision. The decision is the outcome. And so I share that with you in that, are you looking for the decision in your life or maybe you need to look at where does my courage come from? Where and where will I find the courage to actually make the decision to have that next outcome? I know that's a little bit of a, of a crazy thought, uh, but sit with that for a while and see how that shows up for you and see how that might actually allow you to not know the outcome of a decision and be okay with that and just sit with the courage of taking that decision, of taking that next step, of taking that next action. Because when we have courage, does the outcome really matter? Does the outcome really matter? Because we can always change our decisions. We can always pivot. We can always move in another direction. But if we stay still, if we stay stagnant, if we don't take that action, if we don't make that decision, then we don't grow. And so here's my call to action for all of you. What decision are you avoiding in your life right now that if you just did one small thing today towards that decision, it would get you towards the best version of you for the next day and the next week and the next month? And the next year, 
because the time is running on us anyways. So we might as well make courageous decisions that are going to change our lives. And when we change our lives, we change the people around us. Wow. That's my download for today. There's so much more I want to share, but uh, on Friday, myself and John will be back together uh, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll share some more with you and also about his Ironman race. But for now, let me leave that with you and this other message. When you change your mindset, you change your life. Say yes to the things that scare you. Thank you for joining me on this LinkedIn Live on our podcast today. And I look forward to seeing you all on Friday. Bye, everyone.